Do you feel comfortable? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Cool. Uh, we have get ready of... to be uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> and unfiltered. <laughs> unfiltered. Unfiltered. Yeah, that's our dumbass tagline. Um, fuck, dude. So, where did you get this? Are we? Yeah, uh, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> we're always recording. <laughs> um, where did you get this from? I love this because my understanding is it's duty free. Uh, I got it straight off secondary. Okay. I got flipped that uh, EC I got from you. Okay. And just put you that straight. You flipped the EC18 for this? Yeah. You're welcome. I want to shake your hand. That's why I, I knew I had to bring it. I owe it So to now you, we know EC18 <laughs> equals Blanton straight from the barrel. It d- okay, so you were, <laughs> I mean, you, much, two, yeah. you two both play secondary way more than me. Yeah. I have a sick advantage of working here. Yeah. And I purposely will order more than the bar needs to buy back Can't right play the allocation game. i'll play the allocation game to myself um and i have no problem admitting that because i mean if i order anything allocated my guests will get some but if i'm ordering three bottles my guests will get two and i'll get one and i'll pay the price for it you yeah. know what i mean but naturally this is something i can never get here because we don't play this game we play the uh heaven hill game yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's what we've decided but you traded this for this uh so i raffled off the bottle basically you buy a spot on a raffle so you're paying the tenth of a cost of or like 20th the cost of the bottle okay Uh, or tenth yeah math is hard yeah Uh, dude i can buy i count in quarters yeah you buy in a chance to win the bottle essentially (laughs) and there's a markup for that so i gave you what 175 sure sold it for 240 and then paid 250 for this oh so you you paid ten dollars for it, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. sick, Fuck, dude. Sick. Essentially, so we're drinking a ten dollar bottle of blame. Yeah, right. When you look I at it love that way. It that way. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes real, me feel a lot better about it too. That's for sure. Realistically, on market, this bottle uncorked is can go any from three hundred to four hundred dollars. Yeah, a dude, secondary. The Absolutely. fucking it, it, minimum, almost. You you could argue minimum three fifty. Yeah, yeah. For straight from the barrel, which is what we're drinking, friends and family. Yeah, shout- this is one of the only bottles uh, for me that I uh, there's. If I remember correctly, you and Lane have another bottle that you have, and it's Fitz Seventeen that yep. was uh, eight out of eight. Yep. This is the only bottle I have ever registered at eight out of eight. And um, there's a reason why we do a uh, scale of eight. Do you know why? I do not. B L A N T O N apostrophe S. Naturally, <laughs> that elusive apostrophe. Eight. Yeah, well, the apostrophe is like an eight and a half, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> so perfect. Yeah. It's kind of a tongue in cheek thing. We rate everything off the eight corks because Blanton's is eight, and this is the only thing that we've all pretty re- unanimously oh, all agreed on is an eight out of eight. This is just so good. It's amazing. We've already tried it. You guys don't need to hear our opinion again. Shout out to AJ for bringing it on that first time. Yeah, but shout out to Sean. But shout out to Sean. So, it this time. who is Sean? Who? Also, wait. Before we get into that, okay. <laughs> who the fuck are we? We're Sipping with Simps. We're Sipping with Simps. Welcome back. Welcome Sippers, back. Sippers, Simps, and Whiskey Dicks alike. This is Sipping with Simps, episode 26. Uh yeah okay cool I yeah. might start working that in my intro yeah. might not I have been convinced that twenty five has been the episode for like the last <laughs> he's three like dude more. I swear every episode's been twenty five also <laughs> welcome back to this guy because he's yeah. been gone I went on vacay we traded um, you for Lane Lane is in L A right now yeah, Lane's in L A L A L A L A I was his muse. What is it? I was, what was it? Josh Safte's muse. And Uncut Jones. I was Safte's muse. Yeah. So we are sipping with simps. But today we have a very special guest on, Sean. I will not act like I can even pronounce your last name. I'll let you say that right now. Jeru Walushik. It's French and Polish. Best of both worlds. <laughs> that explains it, because like with uh, the other Polish dude we had on AJ, we just butcher his name. Every yeah, time. we just like throw out. It's just we, we just, just throw, throw out shit. consonants and yeah. Random I mean, that's all the Polish language is really is just a bunch of freaking consonants. <laughs> and he goes, so no, like, but close. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Close but enough. Our but, Polish friends bring us bland straight from the barrel. Yeah, this is two so for maybe two. maybe we should have more Polish yeah. friends. <laughs> Easiest way to get it is overseas. All right, so, so. Sean, um, I'll slight intro you. Yeah. And then I want you to talk about how you got to where you are now. Uh, okay. Sean is a very good friend of ours. Uh, he is, and uh, we've had Dave on from EK, the sales manager, but Sean is one of the bartenders at Eastern Kills Distillery. 
um, at their main complex right now. Soon to be multiple complexes, yeah. and I'm sure you're going to be. Are, do you know if you will be wealthy or if you'll be main? We'll be bouncing back and forth in the beginning. Okay. We definitely want to be cross-trained everywhere. Yeah. So I'll split my time between there and the Ottawa location, but once Rockford opens, I'll probably be out there most of the time, it sounds like. Okay. Nice. Heard that. So uh, Sean is a very good friend of ours. Like we just said, he works at Eastern Kill. Um, and this is honestly a relationship we've developed from you working at Eastern yeah. Kill and me being at Buffalo and what we call Josiah is industry adjacent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but Sean is a fellow whiskey lover. Um, Sean, before we talk about Eastern Kill, talk about how you got there. Yeah. Like, what is sure. your story? Uh, I started in the industry when I was still in community college. I was originally going to be a pilot. And I right dude, there with you, dude. Right there with you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so I just Fuck like yeah. needed a fucking job. So I got a job at uh, it was called Barrio Tacos and Tequilas, like semi casual Mexican restaurant Fuck in yeah, Birmingham. Dude. I used to live on the east side. Uh, of Birmingham, Michigan. Yeah, the Birmingham. richest place in Michigan. No one knows yeah, that, dude. but the richest place in Michigan per capita, at least. It uh, doesn't fucking <laughs> surprise me. The no. stupid money I made there is just a far 100%. back and shit is insane. But I started like just as a job didn't really think anything of it uh bounced around a couple other restaurants through that same group went to a like high-end asian restaurant where i was just like busboy food runner and then to a bistro where i was the same thing didn't really start behind the bar until i moved to 220 which is right across from the townsend where like big money stays all the time is that in gr uh still in birmingham sorry yeah okay um then i started bar backing there actually bartended a little bit just doing like saturday mornings but that's where i really like fell in love with the industry and knew this is what i wanted to fucking do with my life uh then moved out to gr about eight years ago now started at rockwell was my first gig there fuck yeah yeah that's right that's a great that's a great launch it was such a great spot like i had visited gr before then Uh, their cocktail program just like blew me away. They had a like not your father's old fashioned on the menu, like root beer old fashioned and oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, blown two, away by that. Okay, so not to cut you off, but two things I need to say. Two, one, or one of two, one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Rockwell's was one of my favorite spots when I still worked at Reserve Wine and Food in Grand Rapids. So Grand Rep, Grand Ripian, Grand Rapidians, Grand Rapidians, <laughs> you. All, I worked a shift before this. I'm a little drunk. All right. Don't judge me. We're all a little yeah, drunk. We're yeah. all a little sick. Anyways, uh, Rockwell's was one of my favorites because uh, they had 10 to 12 or 10 to 1 a.m. happy hours. Yeah, they had that sushi. late night. They had late night sushi happy hours. And if you work in the industry, it's like, okay, like happy hours are my favorite because you just get like some, sometimes those get people that are like love a good deal and they want to take advantage of it. But sometimes you get people that will just be like happy hour hunters and they're not the best people to serve on. Right. Yeah. But it was the only happy hour it's ever able to catch as someone who worked in the industry. Mm-hmm. So fucking Rockwell's was, I was just like my guys, you know what I mean? Two, not your father's root beer. My sophomore year of college, when I had my (laughs) fake ID, I would get... I'm surprised I don't have diabetes at this point. (laughs) I love that. Because me and my sophomore year roommate at 19, 20 would just get hammered in our dorm room off of not your father's root beer with like shitty ass bourbon. You know what I mean? We shoot bourbon, take a sip of not your father's a chase because it's it's 6% alcohol, but like honestly, it's mostly sugar. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever have the not your father's ginger ale? No. I only ever tried the root beer from him. It was delicious. Anyways, continue. Uh, moved out to Rockwell's, like, fell in love with their bar program, so, like, I knew that's mm-hmm. where I wanted to work. When I moved out here, they happened to post a hiring ad, so they yeah. hired me in. Which is very good, because as someone who's tried to get Rockwell's in the past, yeah. way before I even worked at Reserve, it was... Back in the day, like, 2017 to 20... Or, what, 2016 for you? Yeah, 2016, I would have yeah, been, I Yeah, I, they looked over me. I had two years of experience, and they were looking for three yeah. or four. Back in the day, it was, like, the creme de la creme. You know what I mean? Dude, and it was still so busy when I worked there, too. 100%. It was, like, right up until it was changed ownership to Four Great Foods. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moved from there over to Butcher's Union. Was there for three years and that's where i like that's right you were at bu yeah that's where i really fell in love with whiskey was working there because i had access to pretty much any whiskey i wanted yep. like 
lucky enough to try pretty much all the Pappy lineup and shit like that mm-hmm. while I was there. They definitely played the Buffalo Trace game there. Oh, hard, yeah. Yeah. That's why the Buffalo... shout out to them. They, uh, when they first opened, they had, like, Sazerac and shit on their menu, which quickly mm-hmm. didn't work out, because yeah. Buffalo Trace doesn't really play that game. Nope. But that's why Buffalo Trace You can play Trace the game, but it there. won't play you. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> they use Buffalo Trace in their household fashion because of that, which, like, every... Like you said, you play the Heaven Hill game, they play the, the uh, Sazerac game. Yeah. But fell in love with whiskey there, bar managed for the last year I was there, which was no super shit. fun. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Good the last you. year I was there, it was... An experience. It was really yeah. fun. Did you ever work with Adam Rodriguez? No, he started okay. after I did. Okay, cool. uh, but I knew him through the industry the whole time. Yeah, Good people. great people. Yeah, and then uh, moved to EK right after that. I've been oh, yeah. there for almost two years now. Okay, that was just about to ask. So, uh, just a real quick recap because we try to be educational as possible while being drunk idiots at the same yeah. time. When we say playing the game. When we say Heaven Hill or the Buffalo Trace game, what we mean by that is that if you want the high-end products, like the, what is the Buffalo Trace high-end called? The The Antique Collection. The Antique Collection. What is it called? B-Tech. Antique, whatever Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Yeah, or you want like the high-end products from Heaven Hill, like Elijah Craig 18, Heaven Hill 17, Old Fitzgerald 17, like all these like high-end products, you have to buy the low-end products in bulk. And you have to put it on the menu, and you have to sell this much. And because you sell this much, then the reps will be like, okay, you have earned this spot to get a bid, essentially. And then if you sell enough, and you have a good enough rep, and you have a good enough relationship, it's not even a bid. It's just like, okay, here's your metric you have to hit. You hit this, I'll get this for you. And in Michigan, at least, because it's a control state, we have basically accepted, okay, we'll do it. You know what I mean? You promise this, we'll do this, and as as long as you come through on your promise, fine. We'll do mm-hmm. it. We'll put Elijah Craig on a menu. We'll put Buffalo Trace and all these cocktails. As long as you get it to us and we don't have to worry about it, we will take care of you if you take care of us. So that's what playing the game is yeah. because we're all bartenders or bartenders adjacent here and we understand what the well, game and, is. And liquor stores got to play that game now too because yeah. there's so many ones that you want to buy a four rows of single barrel. Barrel, you got to buy Four Roses Yellow Label and yep. a small batch to buy yep. that freaking bottle. And so that's what's such crazy a new about that and playing the game is <clears throat> that sixty-eight to six, seventy-two percent of the allocations in Michigan go to on-premise, which is or off-premise, excuse me, which is liquor stores. The majority of bottles and allocations go to liquor stores. Yeah. Mega Bev, uh, Total Wine, Rishi's, well, all yeah, these. Total Wine coming in. It's yeah, crazy the and buying it's, power they have. Yeah, and the buying. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, they buy so much and they sell so yep. much. So, these out. So, when it So, like, for a bar like Buffalo Traders to get a very high end bottle, it's actually special. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can find Old Fitzgerald 17 randomly once a year on Mega Bev or uh, Total Wine's shelves, but you'll very rarely find it on your local bar shelf. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's what's special about it. And that's what we'll have Ryan on in a couple of weeks here, who's our Heaven Hill rep. And oh, uh, Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Ryan? Yeah. He was my rep when I was at Butcher's. So yeah, dude. I know. He's, He's the best great, rep dude. I've ever had. He, if he makes a promise, it's going to yeah. happen. He just cares about the products. He cares about like what he he's about doing. The product. And he cares the about you, like... and he'll never lie to you. Yep. And that's the biggest three things as a bartender or a bar manager. Yeah. That you want. Cool. Let's shoot the rest. He just did it. Let's shoot the rest of this. Uh, I mean, not shoot. I mean, I'm gonna shoot it. But <laughs> we're gonna shoot Blanton straight from the barrel. Fuck it. It's going up my ass. There's Fuck, a... dude. It's so good. Great quote from when I, one of my whiskey buddies that it's all just future pee. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Hell yeah. It's a good way to kind of, you know, level the playing field a little yeah. bit. You know what I it mean? It all comes out the same. What the fuck does it matter? I always like to say, like, it all does the same goddamn thing. I'm getting drunk one way or another. Yeah. Whether I'm drinking $200 right? whiskey or $5 whiskey, I'm getting fucking fucked the fuck up. Yep. I'm having fun with my boys. So I agree with that concept, but I do like. There's a reason why you spend this much money on this bottle. It's still an eight yeah. out of eight. Like oh it God. is so much better. Like it. There's like I don't think it's a real thing, but in my mind, there's the wince scale. You know what I mean? And the what the wince scale is like how much do you wince when you drink yeah. it? You're like, okay, this is 120 proof, five year rye, and like 
yeah, it's not that great, but it tastes good, but you still wince. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. There's that. Playing it straight from the barrel, it's what, 135? 134? Yeah. 130.6 on this 130.6. one. 130.6. Yeah. It's a very high proof, and you you're sip it, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. You get that giggly. warm tickle, and yeah. like, yeah, like you said, it's, you giggle, but you're it, not wincing. Non sexual things that turn you on. Playing straight from the barrel. There's a few others, but that's definitely one yeah, of them. One. <laughs> I know we, there was another one that you said uh, probably like five or ten episodes back, and I'm spacing on what it was. It was definitely old fits, but yeah. So three back. Yeah, yeah three back. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, 26? This is 26. <laughs> yeah, this is 26. Okay. Sean, very happy to have you on. I'm going to ask you a question, but first we're going to pick the other bottle that you brought. You brought two, and we whittled it down to one. Well, you brought three, actually. Yeah. And Blanche, straight from the barrel, I mean, we're going to take advantage of that any day, and Hell we'll yeah. trade you off air what we're going to trade. Yeah. But mm-hmm. intro us what you brought otherwise, and that's what we'll start with. Sound good? Yeah, for cool. sure. What is it? So this other one's from an Ohio distillery called Tom Foolery. Okay. Uh, they distill off one of the old Michter stills. Okay. Uh, I found them through a buddy in one of my groups who like offered it up at cost. I want to say it was like a $55 bottle for, I think it's four or five year cask strength bourbon. Okay. Um, this one has like crazy. This is pretty good for cask strength. That yeah, five years. definitely. Yeah. I'm not mad at paying that at all. It's about what EK stuff goes for. Yeah, 100%. Um, crazy coffee notes to it in a way I've never tasted on bourbon before. This cork, man, is uh, driving me wild. Yeah, is lost, that what it came with? No. Okay. I lost the original cork, so <laughs> okay, I had to grab yeah, a fucking wine say, cork. No, I was about to it, say, uh, I don't know what that carrot butt plug is that you have <laughs> in that right now. Did you Wait, say butt okay, plug? Uh, <laughs> Sean, will you hold that up to the yeah. camera real quick? Yeah. Yeah, that's a carrot butt plug. If that I've goes in my ass. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a wine stop. I've got like three at home. <laughs> so for those of you that... For those of you that are listening, yeah. <laughs> shout, shout to Lane. For those of the, for those of you who are listening, we are we. Uh, no, 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 actually, sorry. We do this yeah. thing. There's a process. There's yes. a process. Right. You got to hold up the bottle to the microphone. We do a cork pop, and you got to pop. Ooh, this one, Quite on this one should. Oh, <laughs> it's not the best pop I've ever heard. I got it's not horny. A real cork, I got horny. I'll yeah, take it. It's I, was, I was sporting half a chub when I <laughs> yeah. walked in here, and full. I'm now full chub. <laughs> so that's how we do it. It's a good time. All right. So, Sean, um, thank you for bringing this. I Before I taste this, I just have to shit on this a little bit. All and right. It's nothing against you. But the second I saw this bottle, and if you're looking at this bottle the way he pointed at the camera right now, they tried to rip off Sazerac so fucking hard, in my opinion. it's The bottle's slightly different. It's more rounded, obviously, than yeah. Jada, than Sazerac. But the fucking font the on font. this it's the fucking is font. so Sazerac, it hurts. The font is 100%. Damn. I, yeah, wish really is. Bo- I wish we had a bottle of Sazerac on the shelf to show next to it. But I, the, I literally thought you brought me a bottle of Sazerac. I should When brought- I walked in and you put this bottle on the uh, on the table, I thought yeah. it was Sazerac. I've never realized that until you pointed that out either. But Really? Was- I would have no, brought yeah. mine from home so we could compare. But- we should have. Fuck, dude. I know. <laughs> Spank me harder, daddy. daddy. <laughs> All right, let's taste daddy. it. All right. Hell yeah. So we do have a segment, uh, <laughs> a ASMR segment, if you will. You've listened, yeah? No? Yeah. Okay. It's Couple now, times. it's become the NPR segment. NPR. Nice. I like NPR so much better than ASMR. Because <laughs> ASMR is like, you try to sound all slutty in the mic yeah. and be like, I'm making you wet right And NPR now. is more informative, and that's what we're doing. So this bottle is from Tom's Foolery, an Ohio straight bourbon hand-selected by the Cleveland Bourbon Co-op, Quintana Speakeasy. Let's take a look at the back of the bottle. Long ago, Americans made their spirits in small copper pot stills from local grown, locally grown fruit and grain. Today, we make our products the same way, by hand in the snow belt of northern Ohio. Cleveland Bourbon Co-op. Pot stilled, no fooling. Wow. Round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Intro. Clap track. Yes. Um, okay. So, straight snake oil. 
Yeah, they, I, I didn't fucking learn anything. Or snake that. egg. Is it snake oil? Snake, snake oil. Snake oil. So snake oil, we have this running joke that like bottles of bourbon on the back like rarely tell you anything oh, yeah. important. You know it's I mean? all some bullshit made it's up story that makes you want to buy it. Yeah, exactly. And it's just straight snake oil <laughs> on the back. So, but what is cool about this is it's pot distilled. Yeah, I'm getting straight up Granny Smith apple off the nose. That's what I'm getting. Which I very I, rarely actually contribute something of value when it comes to like no, hundred <laughs> percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm Granny always Smith. like I get no, like a, I, a crispness apple, to it. Green yeah, apple, green apple. Yeah, I'm, green I'm always apple. like I get notes of bourbon and it's really smooth and it tastes like corn. <laughs> and it tastes like corn and it's like no, dude, that's rye. There's no corn in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about were, the story? were you there for that? No, were you no, for he that? wasn't. Tell, tell him the story. So we did. Yes, that's your phone. Fuck oh, shit. We'll come back. <laughs> do, 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 We'll edit it. Anyways, so uh, Eastern Kill, Dave invited us to do a distillery tour with Brandon of uh, Buffalo Traders employees and post office employees. Just, a, just like a day. We're like, hey, come drink on us. Come taste on us. Let's do this tour, everything. And we're like, fucking sick. And... We kind of started drinking beforehand, and then Always. Dave and Brandon took very good care of us. So by the time we <laughs> really got to the tasting, I was feeling very right, put it that yeah. way. And <laughs> fucking Dave brought out a rye, and he go, he starts pouring, and I wasn't listening. I, I just smelled it, and I go... Mm, corn. He goes, fun fact, rye, no corn. And I was like, fuck me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just like. <laughs> our, our rye has corn in it, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I it, think it was a straight rye. It was a straight rye. Oh, that's yeah, right. They like changed up the it, Whatever bell. it was, like, he wasn't fucking with me. There's 100% no corn okay. in it. It was a straight rye. It wasn't the toasted yet. It was about no, they, four or five months ago. And it was definitely. It was a straight rye. I think it was a five-year rye that's not like released yet, or maybe yeah. released soon. But at the time, it was not released. I can speak to the facts of how drunk you were because I saw you after the tasting. You at, went to Garage um, Bar, the right? Garage Bar. Yeah. Nah. So we <laughs> all went out to Garage Bar, and I. You have no memory of that. No night. memory. No memory. <laughs> I left. I said goodbye, Brandon, and that's the last thing I remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, this is a bourbon, correct? Yes, it's straight bourbon, Ohio straight bourbon. Smells like Granny Smith apple, as we've established. And yeah, that's established. That do we know this is a hundred percent them? Uh yeah, as far as I know. And this There's distillery no- is Tom Foolery. That's the name of it. Yep, Tom Foolery. There's no in Ohio base. Love that name. It's amazing. There's no, I love that name so much. So there's no MGP penis in there. Yeah, there's at all. no, there's no peen in this. I do not believe so. Okay. Um, I'll take that. This cork I can't get over, but um, that's a wine cork, right? It, like, it like is a wine reusable. Cork. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I can't get over. it. I got a few of those at home, but I don't use them for wine. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really do. Yeah. Okay. So MSRP. Uh, I'm pretty sure I paid fifty five for it. Okay. That's roughly around what. Yeah, it was is. at cost. Offering, okay, okay, so. okay. This is a five year. Uh, I think so. I want proof. Fifty five point five. So that's what one ten one eleven. Yeah. 111, it's weird right? and funky. It's got that funk. Yeah, it's got that funk. Um, it's a lot for a bourbon, but I don't mind it. Yeah. Speaking of funk. You ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? (laughs) (laughs) So I was talking to... Who was I talking to? Oh, it was Rachel from Color Pappy. Because she posted it. Love our Color Pappy girls. Shout out Color Pappy. She like posted it like drinking Malort or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, it's better than Bailey's from a shoe. And she's like, sounds like you got experience in that area. And I was like, I actually don't. I've never no idea what that video is then. She actually does. Does she? Yeah, she was like, it sounds like you know about (laughs) it. And I was like, I actually have never drank Bailey's from a shoe. So I guess we have to do that. Oh, yeah. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, because funk, yeah. Um, because <laughs> that's what they say. You got the funk and the the you old got Greg. Funk. You got funk. Great video. Have you seen? Wait, it? question for you. I don't um, think I've seen the video you're referencing. Old Greg. Wait, you got the funk? Or no? Oh, I know old Greg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh he, yeah, he's he seen old Greg. He's you got, got the, the funk. Is the old video. 
Yeah, but yeah, but, old songs. But me. old Greg, like he's got the like it's it's like he's got this like thing that's like in a box and he milks it to get the funk. <laughs> I haven't seen that part. Before. We're calling back to like episode two that we ever did together. <laughs> that is an old ass episode. I know. Dude. I'm also not pouring this out because I think it's bad, but I'm pouring this out because I know to make it through the next two tastings. Yeah, I need to pour it out. I've so, already. I've just accepted. I'm not going to. So. Yeah. What what the deal? Can we cork this? We're not going to cork We're, straight from the barrel. No, because we all know. We all know. It's fucking immaculate. Let's cork this. This? Okay. So I said this two episodes, two episodes ago now because last episode I wasn't there. Um, yeah. One of my mentors, Adam Fortuna, has told me. This has got to be a meme. And now, I'll say it, it's going to be a meme. I'll say it again. I, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Um, a good spirit is not always in the front taste. It's how long it lasts in your tongue, right? Yeah. The taste of this is actually damn good on your tongue mm. once you let it sit. Up front, it's the bourbon, right? Yeah. Up front, it's a bourbon. Um, and the back end, when you let it sit on your tongue, actually pretty damn tasty. You get corn, you get the apple, you get the the caramel, slight caramel, not as much caramel as you would get in a rye, but this is like the, if you think caramel, you'll get it. Um, I'm going to give it a six. Really? Wow, that's actually kind of high. Six out of eight. Yeah, I was going to say. It's kind of high. Me, like, I like this tomfoolery, and maybe it's just the fucking cursive that looks like Saturday, but I'm going to give it a fucking six. Maybe right. it's an orange cork. I don't know. <laughs> I want it out of my butt. <laughs> I'll let you cork it first, because I got to yeah. like take another sip and then ponder if you will i i bought it on a whim just i wanted to try the distillery cool story and whatever it hasn't been one of my favorite bottles i've ever purchased honestly like tasting it now i find a lot more nuance to it than i have in the past but it's just got like that funk that i don't know normally i like a funk on a bourbon but this funk just doesn't sit right with me uh i I probably yeah we gotta do karaoke sometime. We do. <laughs> we did on the last pod, actually. I need like three Heard. more shots before I'm ready for karaoke. Heard. <laughs> All right, sorry. I want to follow back. No, 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 no. I want to follow back off. with you later on that because I got some interesting questions to ask you. I also have another question to ask you, completely unrelated to whiskey. But yes. what do you think about this? Uh, I'd put it at like a four. Four out of eight. Yeah, four okay. out of eight. Well, uh, I would give it a five and a half. Okay. So. It's got that funk, which is distinguishable enough for me to rank it higher than a four. Um, I would have probably rated a four if it didn't have a distinct characteristic, right? right? So what is that? Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. Okay. okay. What What is the mash bill? Do you know? I would have to look into it. I would guess for sure there's some there's sort of malted some barley. Malt yeah. There's, there's no way there's not because with the flavors finish in like it, that. And I... Th- I, what I've learned slowly through this podcast is that I'm a malt whore um, yeah. because there's malt in this, and I like it, and malt always comes through, especially in a bourbon. More in rye, it's on the front, but on a bourbon, it's in the aftertaste, and yeah. I love that malt on the aftertaste. It adds depth. It adds character. It adds so much and more flavor sits, from that classic like just, super high yeah. corn, whatever. That's just like 100%. sweet and caramel and So oak I would and, not be surprised if this is 10% malt. Yeah, at least. At least, know. yeah. I mean, you guys are 15, right? Yeah, we do 15 on ours. Yeah. And we fucking love you guys. Yeah. Uh, toasted rye. Tasted that yesterday. Dude. <laughs> Best Dude, release we've so done so far. Good. It's fucking Your toasted bourbon rye, is better like... and cheaper than Elijah Craig toasted. And we... Uh, did you listen to the Hot Tub Pod with me and Austin Dave? I don't think I did listen okay, to that you one. You should re-listen, but essentially we ta- we tasted your guys' head-to-head with Elijah Craig toasted and your guys' bourbon toasted. Oh, hell yeah. Bourbon toasted all day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 100%. I'm a proof whore when it comes to bourbon, too. So, like, you offer me something at barrel strength, I'll take that over fucking, like, 90 to 100 proof anyway. I have found my way, but I am, I am solidified in flavor over proof. But if it comes yeah. down to the flavor being the same, I always lean towards higher proof. Yeah, if that makes. Sense. I just find the higher proof carries more flavor most of the time. Yep. Like yeah. you it add done water, well. done well. Done, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it just adds a fuck ton of heat, and then you can't taste shit underneath it. Yeah, it's cool. like it's the same concept of adding like hot sauce or having spice in your food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my favorite hot sauce. Go. I don't fucking Ooh. know. Cholula. Dude. Well, I mean, oh, if we're going like low grade, well, if we're going like low grade, you can't say Tulu. What's next? Tabasco green. Okay. 
Uh, I don't use a lot of hot sauce. I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking white dude at heart. White Polish dude. I don't, I don't have like a good spice tolerance when it comes to that. I've gotten a lot better since like moving out. Okay, of my what's your favorite out. hot sauce in general? Cholula is usually the one okay. I reach for we'll when I do it. it. How do you we'll feel about it. sriracha? I like sriracha. In I the, don't really quantify the right um, amount. Sriracha. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. I don't I'm like eggs like a, and shit for yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't really put it as a hot sauce, but because like DM us, email us, favorite hot sauce, favorite cocktail hot sauce recipe as well, and we're gonna pick the top three and we're gonna do shots of it. Ooh, <laughs> have you ever heard of an uh, electric gin fizz before? What, uh, gin fizz, yes, gin, gin fizz, and then you serve the egg yolk on the side and you put Tabasco and pepper on it. So I feel very. Tabasco and pepper on top of the fizz? No. Uh, so the egg yolk's on the side. You have the fizz, okay. then you have an egg yolk on the side. Okay. You sip the fizz, you shoot the egg white, and you sip the fizz. Okay. Um, real quick, I feel this is a very natural segue. segue. Um, well, two segues. First segue, do you know what Let's Drink and uh, Italian is? I do not. Baviamo. Uh, use promo code uh, Let's Drink for ten percent off your next Baviamo purchase. Baviamo is a local. Uh, <laughs> I did so good, right? <laughs> Baviamo is a local uh, uh, private event. Um, uh, excuse me. It's Baviamo is a local private event mobile bar cart solution. What that means is, is that you have a private event. We will bring bartenders and mobile bar, mobile bar solutions to you. Tess, if you're listening Tess is to gonna this, kill us. no, she's not. No, she's not. Tess is gonna love this promo code <laughs> more than any. It's Anyways, so sincere. It's, it's so sincere. You want the best private event at your home? Guess what? You get. Buffalo bartenders with Beviamo aesthetics. That's what. When Have you, you seen her fucking Instagram? She posted oh, something today dude. that I, I I was like, holy shit. Beviamo is above sex. Beviamo is like Greek god sex. Kind of sex are you having? <laughs> the best. So that says a lot. Sarah exactly. puts that pussy on live for a thousand dollars. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sarah. Shout out to Sarah. Clip that. Clip it. Beviamo. Use promo code uh, Let's Drink for ten percent off your next private event. Whether it's a home private event, public private event, Beviamo can do it for you. Uh, promo code let's drink for 10% off your next proper event it's getting warm out you better fucking take advantage of that better shit. take advantage oh, yeah. of it and honestly half the time Buffalo bartender is gonna staff it yeah. just a little have you, have you seen her fucking like van that she has tricked out for that shit yeah. dude dude yeah Holy so she has fuck. she has that van tricked out and then she has three mini mobile carts that are like uh, white pastel aesthetic type deal so like you want like a cutesy like french 75 bar bro done i don't care who (laughs) you are there is a use for that are you a fucking college bro trying to get all them fucking college sluts over to your backyard (laughs) that's the bar are you you a fucking high-end if you live in a frat and you hire baviamo get 10 percent off with promo code let's drink i promise you every single one of you will get laid with uh, what's it called? Permission? No. Uh, consent. Consent. All of you guys will. Get and I know laid. you. I know you all fucking struggle with that in the frats. All of you yeah. guys will get laid with consent. I promise you. All of them will be take me now. Exactly. And if take you're someone now. that's on a high end, you guys did what we needed, and you and will you reap it. the benefits. It, exactly. And if you don't, I'll give you twenty percent off Buffalo. Come inside. And if you're but not, most of you guys that are doing that can't probably drink at Buffalo because you're not twenty one yet. Yeah, so fuck you guys. And then also, like, I just want to like highlight if you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you're a fucking high end client. You want to impress your fucking boss. You want to impress those clients. You want to impress those prospects. And you want to show that your company can bring in people that matter. Fucking have Tess there. As oh, ABC awesome. said, Tess will be great. there for you. Yes. <laughs> right? Is that what they I said? It's ABC. Is that ABC? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I heard ABC and I, I, I don't know, but yeah. Anyways, Anyways. we are... <laughs> Speaking of always being there for you, we are always here for you. With is that what we're doing next? Is this what that is? I went with this because, like, honestly, I know this is going to be probably underwhelming after everything else we've had. 
But this is something from my collection. I haven't drank much of it. Um, I personally like the barrel proof better. I've heard great things about the cast strength from yes, them. Yes, the cast strength. I sold the cast strength to AJ. What so. is this right, that we have? So this is a Penelope bourbon. It's a straight yeah. bourbon whiskey. It's a little bit lower on the proof. It's only 80 proof. That makes me nervous. Only fucking 80. I don't want it to, but it does. And it's For very me, Japanese style. Exactly. And that's yeah. exactly what I got from it. The flavor's good. It just does. It's not really quite there. The mash bill, though, it's a four grain. It's a four grain. It's four grain bourbon. So you got your corn, you got your rye, you got your wheat, and you got your malted barley. So Penelope bourbon, I mean, they're actually a pretty solid distillery. I don't know a ton about them. They are distilled in Indiana. Shocker. Shocker. Mm-hmm. And they're is it straight MGP. And they're bottled in um okay, Kentucky. So it's straight MGP. Probably. Uh Lawrenceburg, so Indiana. That sucks. I didn't know MGP had a four grain. I don't know. So that's I, I don't know if it's for I don't know if it's MGP because it's Lawrenceburg, Indiana. I don't think that's where No, that's where no. they're out of Lawrenceburg, I'm pretty sure. They are okay, okay, so they are MGP. All right. So we're gonna do the bottle read. So here's my deal. Oh, go ahead. Bottle read. <laughs> And I'll do my deal. Named after our founder's daughter, Penelope Bourbon is our signature four-grain straight bourbon whiskey, uniquely blended from three bourbon mash bills. Each barrel was hand-selected and blended into a single batch for your enjoyment. Remarkably smooth and flavorful, Penelope is perfect, whether sipping, neat, or using in your favorite cocktail. Four-grain taste. Penelope bourbon. Aromas of sweet buttercream and fresh apples, married with layers of nutmeg and allspice. The palate is a creamy, sweet dance of almond and vanilla bean that finishes with hints of toasted macadamia nuts and then a subtle kiss of tangerine citrus. Okay, where is it? Where does it say it's distilled? Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Yep, that's uh, MGP. Yes. So, not complete <laughs> snake oil, though. They actually had a yeah. very, very yeah. descriptive label. I appreciate that. Like, give me tasting notes. I will think for myself, but I will also completely listen. And if you tell me it has apple, what does it say, cinnamon? Um, yeah, butter, buttercream on the nose. I remember that much. Sweet buttercream and fresh apples married with the layers yeah. of nutmeg and allspice. So... If you do anything, if you are a new distillery listening to us, which I highly doubt it, but I hope so. Um, You're out there. I know you are. You, <laughs> you are out there and we hope you are. Just give us that. Like, so we will say all the time, we do not care if your product is MGP. MGP has been there for 175 years. They have done it and we know they do it correctly. And if you put your own finish on it, great. But just don't hide the fact that you're MGP, yeah. right? Like, I the, exactly. the, the, what we get pissed off at is that you are hiding that you're MGP. I get if so, you're MGP, fucking be all about it and say, here's what we did differently. I get so sick of going to the store and every single thing is a fucking four or five year MGP that they just re-fucking bottled. Yeah. Basically, they bought a barrel and fucking bottled it. And, and you're like, why do like, I want to buy you? At 70, 80 bucks a pop, yeah. too. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like like you said, we know MGP is good. There's a fucking craze for it, and this there's a craze for that old it. MGP. But like, okay, side question, Sean. Where do you get your tattoos done? Uh this arm was done by Chris. So Batley. I want my entire right arm done Japanese traditional. Uh I would say probably go to the east side. So is that where most of your tattoos are done? Yeah, this one was done by a dude from Detroit. He's based out of Philadelphia now, though, um, but okay. he does that like new school Japanese kind of marriage. Okay. Um, Chris Batley, uh, he tattoos out of uh, Last Rogue, Kitty Corner from Long Road, did okay. this one. But he pretty much only does like realistic portrait work now. Okay. Um, there's a guy out of Ironclad on the east side. I can't remember his name, but that's the shop where I got this one done. Okay. And he does crazy good Japanese work. Yeah, dude. Every time I look at your arms, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It's well it was done. well yeah, worth the well. uh, 48 hours of fucking pain I endured to get them Would both that, done. What did that come out to, if you don't mean me uh, With tip included, it was probably yeah. like 3500 for both of yeah, them. Yeah, I believe that. Usually yeah. about like 200 bucks an hour was yeah. the going rate, which with well tip. fucking worth it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyways, okay. So Penelope. Yes. Got Penelope is one of my sister's name, so I'll take it lightly. Okay, uh, but it smells like a slut. 
<laughs> You're like, so talk about my sister's name, but it also smells like a slut. Anyways, it's so easy because it's so low proof. Agreed. Okay, the low proof is not bad, though. It actually, it tastes good. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I would want it to be much higher proof, honestly. No. Me either. No. Yeah. I could see maybe going up to, like, 90, and I would like to get a little bit more of some of, like, the actual four-grain flavor from it. Yeah. But at 80, it's still real nice. At 80, it's good. The um, finish that barley really starts to come through. It does. It does come through, like but it doesn't sit. My palate, you get a little bit of that like sweet. I think it would be. You get a yeah. little bit of that sweet wheat off the first taste. Yeah, and then it fades in the barley at the end. Yeah. So the finish in my mind is not excellent, but that's what you get with an eighty proof whiskey. Yeah. And when you're buying an eighty proof whiskey, you're getting flavor up front. And what they do, okay. So do they finish differently, or is it just straight MGP? It, they said oh, this was a blend. Know. I'm pretty sure on the back of the bottle. Okay, so if a it's a blend, they blend. probably finish. Yeah, or if they buy. So what I don't mind from MGP is that if you're buying three barrels and you're blending them, great. Essentially, yeah. that's a new bourbon. Blending is a lot harder than people would think to to really 100%. sit there and get that shit done properly. Like every time about how um, High West has created an entire brand off dude, of just yeah. MGP just, blending, just fucking blending, and they so, fucking for kill you it too. Listeners that don't understand what blending is, let's be more educational, even more. That's what we're here for. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Blending. What that means, you don't make a goddamn thing in the house. You were buying these barrels. You're taking said barrels and you are mixing them together. And essentially, blending means that you're mixing these barrels together, but then you're acquiring a taste that you already put on a market and then you re bottle that mix of it. So, there's one thing to buy from MGP and there's another thing to buy multiple from MGP and then blend it together. Yeah. So, that blending is actually like a scientific, like, let's taste this through process. If you're just buying from MGP and rebarreling, that essentially means, oh, MGP has such a good product, we're going to relabel this and we're going to put it on the shelf. And that's what a lot of people that are shooting for essentially well whiskeys do Yeah, all the time. But if you're blending, you're trying for something more, and that's okay. That's A-OK, and you have a good flavor to it. So even if this is all MGP, the flavor up front is fantastic. It does not sit. There, no, I don't get it's good, any aftertaste. So yeah, yeah. The, like I said, it's so, Japanese style in my mind. It's it not is. Japanese style because of the the grains that are used. Just the, but anything that's that, eighty proof yeah. goes up against Japanese whiskey. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and it's fucking flavorful, dude. It's got great flavor. Yeah, so that's why I said so. The cast strength was so good, I sold it off, right? Yeah. Um, and the cast strength actually takes all these notes you're talking about, but it actually gives you. A finish, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like what you're looking for. It's so disappointing when you don't get that finish on a whiskey too. You get that great it's fucking flavor, like so green up front, and there's just fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah. It is so disappointing. It does have great finish. It is floral. It has grain, and then it has this like sweet. Um, not to uh, dive into what they say, but almost apple tart like rye yeah. finish at the back. You know what I mean? Yeah, and as a man, it's all about the finish. Yeah, it really it's is. All about the, it really pump, is. Pump. You know what? Like, <laughs> honestly, man. So this is my thing, right? Yeah, I got hit do this. me. As a man, right? So mm-hmm. obviously, it's fun while you're doing the in and out, and you know whatever. But the finish is over in like half a second. It's it's not all that. Half the pleasure. As a man that enjoys peeing and gets enjoyment out of pain liquid pain? coming out of my urethra <laughs> from pissing. Yep. Having a large volume of semen shooting out of my cock. <laughs> I understand that finish is so important. Did so you if call the, it large amount? Yeah. So like if it's if, would, so what I'm saying, if it's a dribble, it, it's not the same. Dribbles is different. Yeah. It's not the same as if you're shooting like gushes out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like and that's what it's very similar to a bourbon. All you male listeners out there know this. If you're drinking a bourbon and it's like, yeah, it's a good finish, but you know, honestly, I could done better. You know, that's the, the same. Best finish. It's the same thing I as get getting that. that finish where it's just like it just pushes out. 
It shoots all over the back. So now Corthus <laughs> with that saying. Six and a half. Actually, oh, bo. <laughs> four and three I'm, quarters. I'm totally joking, by the way. Four and three quarters. For I was going to say four and a half. Yeah, four and three, four point seven five. I think, I think I go three. Honestly, like, yeah, okay. I just there's just not great. enough flavor yeah. there for me at the end of the day. For me, it's it's flavor up front, nothing in the back. Yeah, I mean, the, agreed. It, it sits well, but it's not like anything yeah. that. It, what is this? Five years, right? I, I think it's around with the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Penelope though. Like, it's a good product. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, what's that MSRP? Um, I bought it for what thirty five forty. Yeah, That's great. A, great I would, bottle. For I wouldn't be disappointed. 40. No, like paying that for that. You bottle tell by me any means. that I get this beautiful labeling for thirty five to forty, and I yeah. taste it. Mm, I'm happy. Yeah. The cast strength, but is even still four point seven five. It's nothing special. Exactly. It's MGP um, with a finish. I think we. I have a connection. We might be able to get someone from Penelope on at some point because I want them to redeem it in a way. Yeah. I want to taste some shit that tastes a yeah. little bit stronger because you guys have a good flavor profile there. Mm-hmm. Like it's there that four grain. Like I'm getting some notes there that I really fucking want in a good bourbon. I get that wheat. I got that malted barley in the end, uh, and it's tasty as fuck. But I just want a little more. Yeah. Make it All happen. right, so here's what we're going to do. Josiah, you're going to pour that last bottle intro in a second. But, Sean, I forgot to ask you, pet peeve as a bartender. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and there can be multiple answers. Yeah. There's no wrong answer. Uh, definitely no wrong answer, but there can be multiple. Wait, what is we got, your we pet this real quick, peeve slash peeve? Yeah, go ahead. We skipped oh. this for the last one, so it's we got to do it for this one. <laughs> Oh yeah, so anticlimactic. Yeah, Continue. right. <laughs> Anyways, Pep Heath is a bartender. Uh, so pulling off something you said, and I think it was that review uh, magazine. People would ask, "What's fucking good here?" Everything. Or like, or yeah. do you do you make a good old fashioned? Do you make a good this? Like, yeah. Well, fuck yeah, we wouldn't be doing it if we don't. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't fucking good, we wouldn't put like, it on the fucking <laughs> menu. Like, literally, that question is just like, just so stupid. Uh, we get asked, especially at EK, because it's such a weird layout. Uh. Do you have a bathroom a lot of the time? Yeah. Which I'm just like, yeah, we have a bathroom. Do you want to know where it is? Which is just kind of me being a fucking asshole, <laughs> like to guests. Which I love that. I love that though. Just yeah, like little no, things we like don't have that. A bathroom. Like no, you're gonna go, go piss and shit in yeah. the fucking driveway. Do we think? don't have a bathroom, but there's a drain over there. Yeah, <laughs> just like distilling's a nasty life. You know, we make yeah. do with what Mushroom. we can. Exactly. Mushroom stomp that shit down there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, other than that, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty lucky at EK, I'd say, where I don't really deal with too much annoying shit, which is like, you, such do guys, a you guys do have a great client. A pace. Like, yeah. Um, well, I mean, go to back, to back to wherever. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think back to like Butcher's. Yeah, I mean, like, Butcher's I guess is a sweet spot, right? Throwing back to, like you said, with the happy hour crowds when I did work at Rockwell's, like we did half off martini nights, mm-hmm. and that shit would just bring out the worst in people because people would show up and try to order like three martinis at a fucking time and then tip like dog shit. Fuck you guys. And expect yep. it to be like yep. the quickest service ever when the place is packed with everyone trying to get shit faced off of like, half off we're martinis. All, we're all going like, to hell at this point, but you guys are yeah. going to be in the lowest fucking circle of hell. They're going to be waiting Thank for you. their fucking martinis for the rest of their goddamn life. Yeah, that That is literally going to be your fucking hell. You're going to be waiting for martinis for the rest of your life while getting butt-fucked Dude, by a demon. What, <laughs> what a fucking great circle of hell this would be. So <laughs> Here we this, go. This is a new segment. Here we go. This is a new segment. Circle of hell. Circle of hell <laughs> segment. Um, you are asking for your martinis shaken. Vodka martinis shaken. And then... And then... The bartender comes back and says, hey, what would you guys like? And then you're just repetitively ordering <laughs> oh shaken martini, but never getting you it. You never get it in what the entire a, time. What you're- a circle of hell. And then you're just continually getting pissed. And then once you like reach your pissed level of like just like this is it your threshold then you reset you forget about it all and then you just keep going and you have a demon come in who's got a cat penis no your bartender is a demon with a cat penis on his forehead and (laughs) when i say cat penis cat penises have barbs on them sure that's all you gotta know is that better than the uh corkscrew of the duck penis Ooh, i like corkscrews better I like that better for this. Yeah, that's probably better. I like to think like a duck just spinning on a fucking (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, just like, 
<laughs> I'm gonna do this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah. Anyways, so we're gonna segue into this last bottle here. I'm gonna talk about it. I'm, I'm gonna let, talk about it. Actually. actually, I was. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I want you talk so, more about it. So our it makes more sense. Last and finished bottle is Watershed mm. Bourbon, six-year limited release, apple brandy finish. So let's let's just cork pop it. Cork pop it. Cork, Let's do it again. Cork poppy. Make do it, it live. Quiet on set. She fought you the whole way. She fought me the whole way. Okay. So what's cool about this bottle is it's um, watershed, bottle and bond, four year, age is another year, and then one year finish in their apple brandy. Their apple brandy actually sells really well. Not just, slightly in Michigan, but Ohio, it just smells like sounds like fucking crazy. Yeah. It sounds like wildfire. The apple brandy, um, it's slowly coming on in Michigan shelves, but um, it is insane. But what I love about this bourbon the most is one twenty point eight proof. Yeah, so it's a bottle and bond That's up there. proofed up to their finish afterwards. Nice. So they take the bottle and bond bourbon. They say fuck the one hundred. They say let's go twenty point eight higher, right? Um, but shout out to Watershed. We just did actually at, before this a Watershed Industry Night, um, and we gin did industry, we focus yeah. on gin industry. Yes, exactly. Watershed gin industry. So we focus on their gin. Um, we had three gin cocktails, one bourbon cocktail, and then anything you want from their bourbon or gin. That's a classic cocktail, essentially. Um, we love the relationship that we have with them. I mean, let's be honest, Sean, it's nothing compared to the relationship that we have with the Eastern Kill. Mm, yeah. That's coming up. Proximity, but we, though. Proximity-wise, they are in Ohio, Columbus, but as Midwest, and we will always support local, and local starts at Western Michigan, but extends to Midwest. Oh, let's yeah. be honest. Like, Midwest against the rest. That's what I like to say. For you the, know what I mean? And for those of you that are listening, I had to say it one more time. Yeah. Shout out to Lane. Shout out to Lane. Watershed <laughs> is the reason why, if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, these guys seem a little sloppier than usual. That's why. <laughs> Watershed is why. Great fucking event. I keep eating this fucking mic, and that's because of Watershed. That's because of Watershed. And yeah. Like, I was here for it as like a, a patron. You were here as well. Yeah. You were here working the fucking event. It was a fucking solid fucking event. Shout out to Chris, dude. Chris and Grant. Chris and yeah. Grant. Yeah, no, like Chris is rep. Chris is your rep. Grant is your lord. <laughs> That's the best way I'd put it. So I get two daddies for the price. Two of daddies. <laughs> okay. All right. Watershed. Uh, five-year bourbon, one-year finish, entirely their own product. No MGP going on here. Um, it's 120 proof. It's going to be spicy as fuck. I mean... Let's get to that spice. Let's get to that spice. Ooh, you get it on the nose right away. So we're going to... while So we... this stuff is hard. Do we have more water glasses? I need a water glass. I don't care if it's Where's... an ex-bourbon glass. Hold on. I'll chug mine. I'll get you the rest of mine. I just need water. You said an ex-bourbon water. glass? <laughs> Yeah, like S- <laughs> X bourbon cask. Yeah, yeah, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I know what you were doing. But yeah, no, we're drinking some water. We're drinking the spicy, spicy fucking whiskey. So why I need water is because this is 120, 120 proof for why bourbon. Why is it spicy? Why is it spicy? So actually, Which, for me, sorry, Josiah, to cut you off, but for bourbon itself, like 110 is usually the max yeah. of what I like. Now, on this exact podcast, we've tasted a couple different things with this included, like, <laughs> bland straight from the barrel. We've gone up to, like, what, It's a bourbon. Huh? I think we've gone up to 130, 135. Uh, the highest yeah. proof we've ever tasted is bland straight from the barrel. Okay, yeah. Which is AJ's. AJ's is, like, 0.2 higher than what we have today. Yeah, yeah. But, anyways, bourbon straight from the barrel, or bland straight from the barrel is a bourbon, but I, it's almost in a league of its own. Anything after that, I almost cut down to 120, which is what we're tasting right now. Right. Um, and usually, I think the sweet spot for bourbon is 110. And I think rise anywhere from 100 to 130 for the sweet spot, depending on what it is. Um, this, I I like Watershed a lot. This is my favorite product of them. 
Mm-hmm. It has spice. It has sweetness. It has corn. It's just a maceration of everything you want in whiskey plus, if that it's makes amazing. sense. Yeah. Stacy. So while we're sipping on this and enjoying this, I kind of want to talk about something that's a little very different. Because like on our last podcast, we talked a lot about music. We did a whole karaoke segment. Okay. And you, Sean, are the first person that we found on the podcast that shares me and An- Andrew and I's signature taste RuneScape. when it comes to... <laughs> well, besides RuneScape. <laughs> fuck yeah. I know you've got like level 99 and everything. In your oh, eyes. dude. I fucking wish. Uh, I still have enough of a life. I got a couple 99s, though. <laughs> what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Um, music. You are one of the only few people we've had on this podcast that actually Ooh. enjoys... Yes. A very certain subgenre of music. It's like the metalcore, metalcore, yeah. hardcore, metal, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, this is metalcore day right now. So we're gonna talk God. a little bit yeah. about that. Fuck yeah. So I want you to give me your top three bands that you've seen. No, Ooh. I want you to, and then rephrase, I want you to rephrase. give them. I want you to give me the best band you've seen. Okay, and you. Go to wannabe band that that's, you haven't seen. That's actually a lot better. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love you. Love you. <laughs> Damn, that's a hard question. Well, it's the best I man you've ever seen. Probably, honestly, like, and I've seen them a few times. Knock Loose always puts on a fucking okay. crazy yeah, show. Dude. Every time, like, they just fucking kill it. Their energy and shit live. Um, actually, I take that back. Every, oh. t- every, every time I die is probably put on the best set that I've ever okay. seen. I've only okay. seen them once in like a tiny ass venue in Detroit, and it was before I really knew who the fuck they were. They're good dude, but their fucking they're like, vocalist just like lost his shit on stage, and it was like they're so wild. I think it's their is it their bassist who's jacked as fuck. I think so. He's just yeah. standing up there in like a fucking muscle tee, and you he's guys just know the funniest huge. thing I've ever done. I went to a dance Gavin dance concert, and the guitar the uh we had to they had to reschedule because the um uh drummer was so drunk that he couldn't make it through the set after like four songs they had he had to get off uh and they brought in like the practice drummer and they tried two songs and then they just canceled and they said hey we'll refund everybody isn't that crazy could you imagine anyway just like us for that's that's on set best that you've ever had What's your dream concert? Actually, let's just do this. Dream concert. Opener, mid-opener, finisher. Oh, damn. And it yeah. has to be somewhat metal. Top three. I mean, we can go from day to remember to... Yeah. I mean, fucking, like, uh, uh, Eskimo. You know what I mean? Like, we could go anywhere. So, opener would probably have to be... Honestly, a day to remember. I've only ever I've only ever seen them once, and it was that warm opener. Give me some, give me some as an opener. Yeah, just so you know it's start. gonna go up from Everyone there. Singing la 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 la. la. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. music taste like, and they were the first one of the first like metalcore bands I really got. That's into, the band too. that was the gateway like, drug to everything else. Yeah, and yeah. if like, you and think elsewise, then you weren't in my age group. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Because uh, so from opener. there, I started yeah. getting into more like heavier, like deathcore and shit. Yeah, um, I never got to see Suicide Silence. Oh, when fuck, when dude. Mitch was still Mitch, alive, yeah. All right, and definitely like I R. would R. fucking love to see that. Yeah. Um. So probably for mid, go with Suicide Silence. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Closer. This is this is very reflective of you. Damn. Stick to your guns, just because yeah. they're my Ooh, all-time favorite. There's, they're, uh, I got their diamond tattooed on my leg, actually. Dude, really? Yeah, amazing. that was my first, ta- my first tattoo I ever got. They were the wow. first band that introduced me to hardcore and like really made me fall in love with the genre and like oh my God, the community so and everything good, surrounding it and like yeah. what they're about and what they do. Like they fucking yeah back their shit up. Did and you just get a haircut recently? I did. Yeah, yeah. It I good. had to look pretty for good. yesterday, you know. <laughs> So we all have to answer this. So did we, we talk about we, his? We have to answer this question now because we. Asked yeah. him. I will, but did we talk about his pop up? We did not. So what's really not. cool about Sean going on right now mm-hmm. is that Sean. Okay, so we, you guys have all, if you've listened and you got this far, uh, Dave from Eastern Kill. What we say is the voice of Eastern Kill, just because we've had him on so much. 
Sean obviously works from Eastern Kill. But what Eastern Kill does that is so fucking cool is they highlight their bartenders and they give their bartenders a chance to speak their own voice through cocktails. Yeah. Is that a great Yeah, I love the way you put that. that. Yeah. They get their bartenders a chance to speak their voice through cocktails um, and they do a night where their bartenders get to make the entire menu. So what the entire menu means is that they give the bartenders a chance, if I understand correctly, for about four cocktails that are not on the seasonal menu and about four cocktails that are on the seasonal menu that that bartender made. Yeah. Yeah. So Sean had an eight cocktail menu, four of them that are just that night only and four of them that you can get all the time, but these are showcased as your cocktails. Yeah. Uh, me and Josiah went, um, and... It was a good time. It was a fucking good time. Sean, you don't need to hear this from us because you already know it, but I hope you... If you don't know, I hope you hear it from us. You're a fucking good bartender. Dude, I, You're very good at what you that do. That means a lot to me, yeah, dude. Seriously. 100%. So what was your... What was, like, the whole theme? And yes. Yeah, so... I themed mine around video games because yes, I'm a sir. giant fucking nerd. And right there with you, baby. Yeah. Uh, Can we talk Elden Ring after this? Yeah, right. That's I, I haven't played Elden together. Ring yet. <laughs> no, no. I I never really got into the Souls games and that like too it's, much. It was like the only thing I'm that I got into much so, more uh, as a non Souls game. I've gotten into Elden Ring. I have never gotten into Dark Souls. So Dark, I played Dark Souls once and I got so fucking yeah. frustrated. I was yeah. talking to the new distiller at EK about this the other day actually, and he said the same thing that like Elden Ring is Dark Souls, but like so much more approachable yeah, and it's easier so to play. So I, def- yeah. I definitely want to pick it up and try it because that's always like fantasy RPG esque games like yeah. that. George R. R. Martin wrote the story. It's apparently. Dark Souls. No shit, really? It, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! It's yeah. Dark I didn't know that. Souls fucked uh, Elden Ring. That's what it is. Dark Souls fucked Elden Ring? No, because Elden Ring is yeah, Elden that's... Ring, so what did Dark Souls fuck? <laughs> no, Dark Souls fucked Elden Ring. The fucking, um... I'm still, uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. So Dark yeah, Souls fucked Skyrim, okay, and then you fuck got you. Elden Ring. Dark Souls <laughs> fucked Skyrim. It's not Elden Ring Skyrim? No, those are two different games. All right, fuck me. But you're right. <laughs> Dark, Souls, Dark Souls fuck Skyrim is made, fucking... They oh. made Elden Ring. Elden yeah. Ring. I'm sorry. Bro, I realized the mistake I just made. We're picking up what you're putting down. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I'm slurping it up, all right? <laughs> slurp, slurp. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry to just... No, no, no. no, 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 no takeover, uh, yeah, yeah, it was all video game themed, so I picked, like, all the games that I played the most over the course of my life, like... RuneScape for sure is definitely yeah, buddy. still one I play to this fucking day. Um, but Fallout, Bioshock, and Zelda, Kingdom Hearts, and then I did some just like shots based off of health and mana potions, but tied all the drinks to the games and shit. And it was like so much fucking fun coming up with all of that because I wanted to do that for a while since I started bartending and never had the opportunity to like yeah, dude. showcase like that. And it was way better than I fucking could have imagined. It was so much fun. The drinks turned out fucking great. Like, it was amazing. It was solid, sure. dude. I had the yeah. Stars Perilla Soda, which, shout out to Fallout. Yeah. Dude, I loved the entire franchise of Fallout. Dude, the, I started with three and then played that one for quite a bit, played the shit out of New Vegas, and then played the shit out of Fallout 4, too. And they're all just fantastic games. The worlds they build. So I never like, played New Vegas, but I definitely played four. The the, cons- the contradiction from a or like comparison from the Oblivion games to the Bethesda games too, like three to New Vegas and then four to New Vegas. Like the way they play and like the little tweaks is always fun. I think I enjoyed New Vegas a Bethesda. bit more. Shout out to Skyrim. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, no. so what do you feel about Watershed? And this is not, we're not, we are not in the business of, like, sucking dick. Yeah. Put it that way. So you can give this a one out of eight if you want to. But, no, this like, is... truly, uh, Watershed 120.8 proof, f- six year, five year, uh, it's four year bottom and bond, age an extra year, plus one year in Apple Brandy finish. I will give this a five and a half. This is a bourbon that speaks to the soul, if I will. 
if that makes sense, uh, with a little extra flavor on the back. I truly appreciate what they do. I like the, the Nochino in my mind is a six and a half. We haven't tasted that. Nochino is top notch. Nochino yeah. is top notch. Apple brandy is five and a half for me. But I would love to hear what you guys think. Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't know if, if it's because we're like fucking uh, like four pours deep at this point, but it doesn't yeah. quite drink like 120 proof to me. It's if still you, if you. If you drink it the first pour, it does. But yep. abs- and I can I can see that from the nose. For where sure. we are now, it does not drink that way. One hundred percent. And like even on the nose, I get a good spice to it, but uh-huh. it's like like almost apple pie spice in a yep. way because of that apple brandy finish. I freaking I love this. I would put this at probably like I put it at six. I so I haven't tried the Nochino, but I'd say like six and a half. Fuck yeah. Uh, I'd, I really enjoy this pour. It's like a dessert pour. You get enough of like that caramel apple on the yes, finish and yes. shit. For a whiskey lover, like, this is dessert pour all day. Yeah. Yeah. I I love this. The, the uh, stuff I tried today, too. Like, I think that was my first time having Watershed's whiskey in general, yeah. and it was freaking delicious. So they do a goddamn good job. Um, very similar to you guys for a non-MGP micro distillery. Yeah. They do a very good job. So. What are you thinking? I love this shit. My very first experience of Watershed. So, it was uh, right after the pandemic or during the pandemic, depending on how you want to look at it. <laughs> um, Buffalo had just opened their patio again. Um, I sat Before on, my time. Yeah, right before your time. I was out on the patio, and um, A-Rod, Adam Rodriguez, Yep. he brought out... Uh, it was the first time at any bar ever that someone had brought me a bottle to my table. And it was the moment... That I became more than just myself. It was the moment that I became Grand Rapids whiskey. <laughs> I'm dead fucking really? serious. Really? It, it all comes back to the watershed tasting. The origin story. It all goes back to A Rod and it all goes back to Watershed. I cannot wait to share that story with him. It's a great A-Rod, we fucking love you. story. He will. So I showed up here and like I had just changed my Instagram to Grand Rapids Whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I like took a picture because I was out on the patio and I was like, great to be back here finally. And he came out here. He came out there and was like, yeah, you, you want to try a shot of something fun? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. So he brought Watershed's like bourbon, the one they had just before this. And he's like, I'll bring – he left me the bottle. And he was mm-hmm. like, you can just drink whatever you want, whatever. It's cool. So I drank it, had some extra pours, and it was the moment that transformed me from just myself into Grand Rapids whiskey. Yep. And it all came back to that one taste of Watershed. So I have – It's got a lot of sentiment That's to me. beautiful. Off air, I have a trade for you. Yeah, okay. for sure. So, because so, of that, Watershed yeah. has a very sentimental spot in my life. What's right? right? Get to it. Oh, we're going to get to that. Get to it. Hell Satan. Hell Satan. 6.6. Hell Satan. 6.66. 6.66. I like that. Why not? Six, <laughs> fuck that high vibe. 6.9 would be pretty response. good, too, though. What? 6.9. Six point. Oh, that would be nice. But Hell Satan. Hell Satan. True. It's either that or. You ever seen Critter's Christmas? Do you watch South Park at all? <laughs> okay. Never really if got you into that. Ever my... watch South Park? I want you to watch one episode. It's called Critter's Christmas. Google it. Critter's it'll tell Christmas. You. Critter's Christmas. Google it. It will tell you exactly what it is. That's the only episode of South Park you ever need to watch. Okay? All we need is a. Uh, what is it? What is it? What, what? I don't know. But. Bobcat. What I do, what I do oh, all we knew is a uh, mountain lion. Mountain that's lion. It, that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> what I do know is <laughs> that, hey, Josiah, you know what I know? What? I love you guys. Love you guys. Oh. No, he has to say it first. What? I love you guys. Now you. I love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> it's been awesome. <laughs> love you guys. Love you guys. I love you guys. There it is. 